Good evening, gorgeous people. I'm Aaron Ryan and welcome to the Big Brother Finale Preview Interview. Tonight, I'm talking to all grand finalists, Taras, Reggie and Johnson. This interview is with Taras. In this season, we saw part A, Taras, quiet, quirky and under the radar. And then part B, challenge beast, big moves player, perhaps even a liar. Exactly who is this guy? Let's find out now. Jiminy Crickets, Taras, thank you for joining me tonight <laughs> for the pre-Beauty pre and the Geek finale. Sorry, the uh, wrong interview. <laughs> <laughs> Big Brother finale. I love that. I love that so much. All right. Well, your edited portrayal on screen, at least initially, mm -hmm. is this nerdy, quiet, quirky, hippie kind of guy. Some people think yep. it's, it's all an act and it was almost a mm -hmm. character you brought into the Big Brother house as a strategy to progress in the show. So mm -hmm. is it a case of what we saw is what, what you get in real life? Or do I need to ask the real Taras to please stand up? You know what? I wish I was uh, that good at acting. This is me. And um, one of the funniest things was when I was doing the interview um, to like get on the show, it was, you know, during COVID, I hadn't had a haircut in so long. I didn't shave. I normally don't have a mustache. And after they're like, okay, you're going to be on Big Brother. I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to go get a haircut. And they're like, no, 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 no. you got to go in like this. I was like, but I look like even worse, like this really unkempt geek. And then after a while, I was like, you know what? They're like, no, no, we want you like that. I was like, you know what? That actually might serve me, like looking like a bit of a weirdo and like <laughs> not like having a good haircut and stuff like that. But no, that is actually me. And like, I am like, I didn't realize how odd I was actually until I started watching this show. I'm not even joking. I was like, why the, why the fuck do they want me here? Why do they want me? And then I've been watching the show. It's been beautiful to watch like, and to like myself. I actually really like myself. I'm like, ah, oh, oh, cool. Like not in an arrogant way, although I'm sure a lot of people are going to think I mean that like that from the way I've been portrayed, but yeah, it's been really nice. It's been really healing. I think. Well, it's fair, fair to say not to stereo, uh, stereotype people, and that's right. However, I've never really met anyone that could not at least partly be pigeonholed. So on the one hand, you, you kind of appear like you, you would be, well, as the intro sort of said, better suited to Beauty and the Geek. But then again, you have this mm. super smart intellectual skills, both educationally and socially, and you have a strong mm. mind, but then also a great body. You're quiet, yep. but, but you're certainly not passive either. You have a strong caring side, but then also an ability to manipulate when needed. So how would mm. you describe yourself? Man, that's one of the biggest compliments I've ever gotten, I think. Like, <laughs> how would I describe myself in the game or in real life? Well, let's go with real life. In real life. Well, I think that like, I think that I've never, I think I had a very strong mother. And like, I think because of that, it's always been instilled in me to be myself. And I think I always just had that naturally. And um, I didn't sort of realize until I saw myself that I was like myself, I guess. I was just like, oh, you know, we all have our problems and our foibles, but I really like what you said. Cause yeah, it's, it's actually sort of nice, like feeling like I am pigeonholed and I can't be pigeonholed, I guess. I don't really care about being an individual. I think the older I get, the more I just want to be normal, but it is nice that like, I'm a bit of a geek, but I really, I tell you, oh, fuck, you sort of did it better than me. I'm sort of blabbering, but I think one of the biggest things is that 
I've been through, we all go through a lot of hardships in our lives, every single person. And I think overcoming them is such a beautiful part of growing. And I'm always trying to be truthful to myself, like always trying to be honest with myself about what I like and what I am and what I'm doing. And I think the more honest I am with myself, the easier it is to be honest with other people and then to connect to other people quite yeah. deeply. And I don't mean honest as in like in the game, like I lied. I don't mean that sort of honest, but like a true human connection, I think comes from connecting with yourself. And like, I, I'm really, I think that's maybe why I've been able to like be all these usually like opposites because like in the end, they're not really opposites, I guess. Like, fuck, I have no idea what I'm talking about, but like, well, you, you just, you sort of, yeah, you go. No, I was gonna say you came a, a, across at least on screen also with like these hidden talents and abilities, especially in the second mm. half. Would you say you, you like being mysterious and surprising people or, or that's just the way it came? I wasn't, yeah, that's just the way it came. I think I spent my first half of the game really trying to get to know people and I love getting to know people like I love connecting with people and getting deep with them real quick and I knew that if I could last a week or like a bit over a week I would have made enough I'm not good I'm not the big energy person at the start that like grabs attention I knew if I could last a week I probably would have built enough strong connections to last a, quite a long time not in a like in I knew the connections weren't manipulative, but I knew that as a game, it would serve me. Um, and so, yeah, I think that was probably the best part of my gameplay. And I had like, I mean, I really turned it on at the challenges at the end, but I didn't think that I would win 11 challenges. Like that's absurd. Like I love Survivor. So like I brought in a lot of my like Survivor love and law and strategy, but knowing that in the end it's not your freaking housemates that vote it's mm. australia that votes so i was like i have yeah like you play this as well as you can but in a way it doesn't matter it's way as well because like it just depends how they edit you really and how they edit everyone else i think that might be your your phone ringing channel 10 calling you to uh get you for survivor next season <laughs> oh, i don't think channel 7 will allow that <laughs> Well, you, you, you're just about done with seven. But anyway, you, you flew <laughs> some, some um, past some of the big players, Dave, Drew, yep. Estelle, Alicia, yep. Tully, Trevor, Joel. You're now in the yep. top three. So were you underestimated? I think I was underestimated, yeah. I think I was underestimated by, yeah, by a lot of people. I think Tim didn't underestimate me. I think by week two, he was trying to get me out. Um, but I had built such strong relationships with so many people that they were just like, no, 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 you, we're not getting him out now. We've got to get this person out, this person out. And then I just kept flying under the radar. Um, I knew that if I was put up, I was so lucky with the Drew one, I'd built enough relationships, but I knew after that, if I was put up again, I'd probably would leave because yeah. one of my game plays was not be, I didn't have to be anyone's number one because that puts a target on your back straight away when you're tight with someone or tight with more people which is great to get you further in the game but the end half of the game it's not as easy because you don't have 
that number one and you don't have all those votes behind you sort of thing. So, yeah, I mean, I was definitely underestimated. I mean, I underestimated myself, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Well, I mentioned this part A to Rass and this part B to Rass in the second half of the season. Was that your strategy or were you forced to change your plan when you were kind of outed as, as the guy flying under the radar and then everyone was looking yeah. at you? Um, no, look, it did change my strategy. Yeah, I was like, okay, I can't fly under the radar anymore. It's really, really out there and everyone really does know. Um, but really, I no, I think, yeah, I think I did change my strategy and... To be honest, I didn't do that much differently halfway through the game. Like I won challenges, but like it does look like that, like I lied a lot more than I did. Cause like with the Tully vote, she was not my target. Um, it was actually Johnson who was my target. And that's why, but they haven't shown a lot of the uh, like behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. Like it was really like, I was like, oh, I need Johnson out. And so that's why when it looks like I'm saying, like I kept being like, I was trying to be very coy with Tully and being like, oh no, like, do I have to answer that question? Cause I was like, I actually don't want Tully out, but she wasn't very good at like scrambling for herself. And, yeah. um, she, and so it really like hurt her a bit as well. Like lashing out at me because I was like, Tully, like I kept saying to her, Tully, I know this is hard to believe, but you're not my target. Like, please like just keep it keep it cool keep it cool keep it cool mm. but in the end i couldn't blow up my game by saying that it was johnson so i kept that sorry let me just i kept that um to myself i guess and uh i paid for it in the public perception that's for sure well this question you would have been asked in other interviews too but it's the big one um for, for your own game i completely understand every move you made every person you yep. nominated and every person you wanted evicted except yeah. for the very last one. It seems to be you played Big Brother using your mind strategy and challenge wins all to the benefit yeah. of your own game. By that yeah. standard, surely you made a mistake evicting Brenton. Keeping um, Johnson or Reggie ha had to be a heart decision and ultimately mm -hmm. could potentially cost you $250,000. Oh, it's definitely gonna cost me $250,000. So why 100%. not? Why not remove Johnson at least? Um, because, and then keep Brenton, because a lot of people don't know who Brenton is because he kind of flew under yep. the radar. Why, why, mm -hmm. why not evict Johnson? You know what? Like, I think at that time it was like, it's just what my heart said to do. And I cried in that eviction room. I cried. I was like, why do I like, obviously in the show it looks like i'm a liar and i'm selfish and stuff like that but everyone in that house is actually a good person like a really good person and i cried in the eviction room going like why can't i do this for me why can't i finally do something that may serve me like like of course it's so much smarter to bring brenton along who is an intruder and probably you know like maybe has a less likely chance to win at least it gives me like maybe a one and two he played an incredible game but it's just yeah. so hard but it wasn't it didn't it didn't come down to that in in the room and in the you know after 62 days i knew that to be honest like it felt to me that knowing australia if i brought johnson and brenton johnson would have won and if i brought reggie and 
Brenton, Reggie would have won. So I was already like, I'm probably not going to win this anyway, even though I played a great game, because I just know that it's not about, Big Brother isn't about playing a good game. That's not what it is. It's not Survivor. If it was Survivor, I'd probably have a better chance of winning. Okay. But I was like, you know what? It's just, why not bring the best to the end? And to be honest with Reggie, like, you know, I knew that she's a symbol of the Australian battler and she's a, she's like a disabled woman with going blind. And I was like, sometimes you've got to like do things more for the world, for what that means than for yourself. And it's been really hard. That's been the hardest thing about watching Big Brother, not seeing any of the newbies have that like the love and respect we showed to people like Reggie who continued to vote us out, but we kept them on because of the kindness of our hearts. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's pretty obvious, like she hasn't been put up that much. So it's like been a bit like, ah, oh, like a lot of, a lot of people did a lot of good things to, to keep, to keep her there. Um, yeah. And maybe that's dumb. Maybe it's dumb that we did that and I brought her to the end, but yeah. Um, it's that's what I did. And that's what's been done. There's been lots of talk about um, head and heart stuff. But in episode mm. five, um, I just wanted to draw you to a comment that you made to another housemate in reference to being mm -hmm. a newbie. Um, you said we are just, we're just a pawn in the game of OGs. It certainly yeah. did, did feel like that at the start of the season for sure. Yeah. But look what happened in the end, though. Um, when, when do you think the shift started happening at the OGs became pawns in the game of the newbies? I still think that we're still pawns in the game of the OGs. Like in the court of public perception, we are definitely just fodder um, for the OGs to have glory. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, we're, the, we're, the one, we're the heels, we're the wrestling bad guys for the OG good guys. But gameplay-wise internally, I think, to be honest, I think it was probably when Johnson, Alicia, and Brenton and JC saved me for, instead of Drew. I think sending Drew out at that point was the first step. And then because I won so many challenges from that point, I was like, well, I'm gonna keep the people that honored me. And who did I get rid of? I think, well, I'd gotten rid of Tully, we got rid of Drew, and then I got rid of um, Estelle and Tim, Tim pretty soon after that. So, I think that was the turning point where the newbie alliance really solidified. We were all on the same team and the OG alliance was crumbling because they couldn't win the challenges. Mm. On, on uh, one level, you, you came across as this like little cute, lovable guy that everyone loves and then mm. bang, you, you started upsetting a few people. Um, mm. it, it's a game, but some people particularly this season overall have, have taken things mm. very personally even to the point where yep. where e even big brothers finished some people aren't still talking to each other or there's yeah there's yeah things. yeah so i mean i guess i could ask how things are going between yourself and estelle now but mm. but but just generally wh why do you think there was so much like emotion this season between everyone real good question um i'll i'll just i'll go through all points i think for broadly the ogs other than Tim had never experienced Big Brother like this. In some ways, it's not Big Brother anymore. It's not the old Big Brother where it's just everyone chilling. It's a really hectic, emotionally, physically, mentally draining game. And they came in not like that. They came in feeling like, ah, oh, 
like why people playing this game, which is a bit silly in some ways because it's been this is the third season. People know like what it is. Estelle even said she'd never watched the previous two seasons. It's like, well, this is what you're in for. And yeah. talking about Estelle, I mean, yeah, it's such a it's such a funny relationship because me and her were so close for the yeah. first 30, 40 days. Like neat, like we had our own alliances, but like emotionally, she was like my the closest person in the house for me. Like oh, wow. she was like my best friend in there. Like that. and yeah, it, it didn't really see that. Like, and that's why the end result was so explosive because this game came in between us. And I think for me, it was when I'd never lied to her ever. Like even when I was like, cause I kept saying to her, I was like, Estelle, like, you know, day 30, I was like, Estelle, I keep putting other, like keep putting, saying to my newbie alliance, I'm not going to put you up. I'm not going to vote for you. I keep putting up Drew and putting points on Drew, who is in my alliance because he's going for you. Like, I don't want you out, but you have to give me something. You have to give me some, like, where do I stand with you? Because I know I'm not your number one. I know that Reggie and Dave are, and then Tim, I know I'm not even number three, but I don't even know if I'm like your number six or seven. And she'd be like, I don't do hierarchies. I don't do hierarchies. And I'm like, mm. but you, we do, we have to in this game. Like if I'm up there with two other people, so after a while we started getting, I was like, Hey, Estelle, I, I told her straight. I was like, I can't keep defending you. And I can't keep not putting points on you. If you're not going to give me something like if I'm yeah. not going to like be able to, and she was like, well, I'm not going to. And I was like, well, I'm going to have to put a nomination point on you today. Or like, I didn't put her up at this point. And then the Drew vote came up and I'm like, okay, look, Estelle, like I'm guessing you're with me because Drew is your arch nemesis, right? And she's like, I've got you, Teres. I've got you. I've got you. And then it turned out she didn't. She put a vote on me. And I was like, oh my God, she lied to me. And like, I was like, but goes against everything she's said about lying in the game. I was like, well, and she afterwards, she's like, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mean to do that. Like I made a mistake. And I didn't know if she was lying to me then either. I was like, yeah. are you just lying to me now? Because I didn't, you thought I was going to go and I didn't like, it's so weird that you put up, you wanted Drew to go instead of me. He was like your nemesis. And I was like, and I did so, Drew became my nemesis because I was trying to protect Estelle. So from that point on, I was like, well, she's lied to me. Like, and it's a game where you're allowed to, like, I'm going to lie to her. I'm going to be, I'm not going to tell her I'm coming for you. I'm going to keep her on side. And um, she got really hurt by that, but I sort of never understood why, because I was like, but like, how do I know that you didn't lie to me? Like, yeah, I just, I, I sort of don't get it. And we, we did come to terms with it after the show. We really chatted it out and I apologized for so much because I don't want to hurt anyone. Like, I was like, I'm sorry that I've hurt you. Like, I don't regret it in the sense that I don't think I, I don't, I know why I did it all. None of it was malicious, but I don't want you to be heard. But then since the show's aired and like, there's just been a lot of tweets and all that sort of stuff. And I'm like, I never attack Estelle's character, but I dissect the stories a lot because sometimes I feel like there's context missing and stuff. And I don't know, like I have no bad blood, but I'm not sure where she stands with me. I'm 
I, I guess we'll find out at finale because I'll, I'll go up to him and say hello, of course. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's a, some people call it emotional game and, and there's strategy in there. <clears throat> but even for someone like yourself that was a very strategic person, ended up with a very final decision going completely with a heart without, without yeah. you know, as much strategy. So it's yeah. interesting. Let's do a, a quick game. I've done this with, with the other housemates um, of choose a mm -hmm. housemate. Who's the most genuine yep. in the house? Most genuine. Oh, very, very interesting. Most genuine. Fuck, what does that mean? What does that mean, most genuine? Well, I guess they are, they are, they are who they seem and, and they, they, they just come across, you know, authentically. Um, and there's no sort of hidden agenda, I guess. I would say the most genuine would probably be Alicia. Okay, there you go. I think she is incredible as a person. And I think the way she played the game was really genuine as well, actually. Like she, I, I, I had a pretty close relationship with her, but I, she never lied to me ever. Even at the end, when I didn't know if she was on my side, she didn't say, yeah, you're on my side. She's like, I don't know. And I was like, wow, yeah, yeah. I would say Alicia. And then if I could say anyone else for me, it would be Trevor. Trevor was just, I loved that man. I could, I knew I could trust him and he knew, he knew how to play the game as well. So all of this has got to do with more like my perception. I'm trying to, but like Trevor is so incredibly genuine. It's not funny. And what about the, obviously the flip side of that is the most non-genuine. I guess they appear nice, but they could, could be lying to your face. You put, you pulled on the, you pulled on this a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I'd probably be, I'd probably looked up as the as the most non genuine. It's funny. I wonder if they would have said that like before the show aired, though, because like I just know so many people that lied in that show, <laughs> like everyone did, like yeah. so much. Absolutely. The most non genuine. Um, I mean, I guess to me. Uh, I, I wonder, I guess, I guess Tim, like he was really good at, mm. he was really good at lying, but like, he's such a genuine person, but gameplay wise, like you couldn't, you couldn't, what's it called? You couldn't trust him at yeah. all. Um, so maybe him as the most ungenuine. I don't think Estelle is ungenuine at all. I think she is like she'd be the only other one i'd say game i just think sometimes she's she doesn't fully see her gameplay for like maybe what it is i guess but she i think she a hundred percent thinks that she's like played a very genuine game and so how can you be ungenuine then do you know what i mean yeah and what about who you like to connect with on the outside, like, or, or who, who you made a connection with and, and that's led to a, uh, a friendship? So many. Oh, really? Uh, me and Tim are so close. I oh. love Tim, Alicia, Johnson, Brenton, JC, Lara, <laughs> Gabby, like, honestly, Joel. Oh my God, Joel, Dave, fuck. Tre I think I said Trevor, 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 I'm so, love so much. Well, yeah, it's been beautiful. That, that was an easy question. So 
nearly everyone I think you just about named there. Yeah, well, pretty much. Yeah. And who would you um well actually no, I won't ask that question. Um you you're going to going to be in the in the finale in, in around twenty four hours. I wanna ask yep. you a, a serious question now because it is something you have to face, um, and what Australia is is asking. You and Johnson mm. going head to head is is one thing and it's and it's quite easy um to see there would be yep. some Tarras fans out there and some Johnson fans. So putting all that aside and assuming um you would like to win. Um, here's the question: <laughs> Why, why should I vote for you to win Big Brother over, over Reggie, knowing that you know the rest of Australia know her backstory and stuff? I mean, mm. how do you answer that? I guess the way that I answer that is a few ways, really. I think, um, I mean, it's really hard. It's really hard. Like that is why I brought Reggie to the end. Do you know what I mean? Like I brought it to the end, knowing that my chance of winning is not big because she is such a beautiful person with such a story and it's a beautiful symbol. Like, I mean, gameplay wise, I played an incredible game and I did it like, I did it bringing someone to the end that I was pretty sure was gonna win or even Johnson, I was like, both of these people, like, I don't really have much of a chance against. But watching it back, I'm really proud of what I did. I think, I guess the only thing I can say is that it's probably like a Luke Toki situation, really. Like, if Reggie doesn't win, she's probably going to make more money not winning than she is winning, really. Like, because people love Reggie. Like, I'd be donating to that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. with the winnings that I get. But that isn't why I brought her to the end. Like I did bring her to the end because I was like, well, you know, it's a beautiful thing. And also I wanted a girl to win as well. Like I did think like a girl should win at the end. I mean, this is not the most incredible way to say that I want to win. I mean, I really <laughs> like, I like, the thing is like, it's hard to like talk about, not that I have like struggles, but like, you know, I don't, do not come from a wealthy family at all. And like my mum does not have any money or a house or anything like that. So like, I'd love to win, to be able to support her. And then I think like also Australia would get behind Reggie, but like, how do you say that sort of thing with, with Reggie who's blind? Do you know what I mean? With a sick kid, like, okay, like, you know, I the money I would be life changing for me, but like, what do you, what do you, what do you do? Do you know what I mean? I think, um, Australia does know that. So I think it's okay when it comes to the finale that you, you know, you fight for your place. Cause you're not, mm. even though you are speaking about yourself and it's sort of saying vote for me and not the other two, but rather than looking at it like that, it's, it's just like, look, I'm just putting on the table why, why you should vote for me. And, it, and, and it's a, and it's a beautiful thing. Everyone's got their story and, and people vote for, for different reasons. So. Yeah, hopefully you keep fighting. Uh, before we go though, yeah. um, with the time that we've got left, what do you do career-wise with your life and, and how's your life set up at the moment? Um, I'm, I haven't been teaching for a bit, but I'm usually a music, like a piano and guitar teacher privately, which I've done for 15 years and I love it. Yeah, So fulfilling. I also produce music and write music for bands. Like um, I love, doing that and I've done pretty good at that as well like relatively good I guess um and so that's sort of what I do with my life I'm like 
my own my own little business really just teaching and writing and making music and all of that yourself? sort of stuff so i have i've been in bands and i perform myself i i'm like i was in big brother i like being under the radar i like being behind the scenes like i like not being the center of attention um which has been weird to at the end win so many challenges and sort of be thrust upon me but that's not where i like thrive or not where i want to be really so yeah i'm not interested in like uh the fame and hopefully i'm not recognized i actually have hardly been recognized which has been a godsend <laughs> Surely, um, with so, the hair and the glasses, you haven't been recognized. I know. I've actually been a bit like I've been. I was recognized twice, like two days ago, and then I haven't been recognized for two months since it first started. Oh wow, that's interesting. Um, and and just quickly, uh, a fan question: uh, wh wh Where does your accent come from? I read somewhere online that someone says it's just posh Australian. <laughs> I read that too. I was like, I am not posh. Um, my mum, she's my mum. My my blood is Ukrainian, but my mum was born in Germany, oh. um, and so I guess it, I, that's where I think I got it from. I just remember when I was young, when I was doing my alphabet, I would go A A B B and like really pronounce it, and I think yeah. I just sort of developed it from really, uh, yeah. Yeah, you can you hear some German in there. It's just, it's kind of like a mixture, then Australian, a bit of German, a bit yeah. of everything, but yeah. also. All yeah. right, Taras, what a ride. Challenge winner, record holder, most unique housemate ever. I hope people feel inspired to just be themselves, um, live life to the fullest and, and be true to themselves because um, that's what you inspired. Good luck in the finale. I'll see you there and thank you for joining me tonight. Thank you so much, Aaron. All right, that was Taras, a grand finalist of Big Brother 2022. That's it for tonight. Thank you for listening. I'm Aaron Ryan. Check out the other two podcasts with Reggie and Johnson on Acast. Enjoy the finale and good night.